Oh my, of course we end the season on a losing week. Welcome back to the Monday cast. We are in wild card playoff week. I cannot believe that I took the Cowboys. It was a bad dream. Again, we go a little bit of humble viral on TikTok. I'm going to do a content piece on the comment section alone. Of me going absolutely bananas on the abysmal forced Andy Dalton throw on third and goal, I'll say. Not fourth. Had another down. Had some timeouts. And just threw up a cupcake to nobody. Nobody in an Al Bundy uniform. The little giants, honey, I shrunk me, and I absolutely did not sleep last night. I take the under in the Jets-Patriots game. It covers by a point and a half. And if you're sitting here telling me that the Patriots and the Jets put together six touchdowns to cover my over-under and shatter it by two points, I'm speechless. Cam Newton catches a ball from Harry. And I'm not talking Harry Dunn. I bet against the Bills. I bet against the Bills, people. I mean, really say that to yourself in the mirror five times before you click the button. I could not get out of my own way. The value. And then I watched the line. I mean, look, I put the podcast out on Saturday, taking the Dolphins plus three and a half. I looked at the line. It dropped to minus three and a half in favor of the Finns, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday. All the way up until about 9.55 a.m. Pacific, five minutes before kickoff, I'm staring down the barrel of Dolphins minus 200. I don't know what happened. I don't know if we got duped. Okay, Josh Allen was pulled at halftime. The reality is the line moved and it scared everybody. That's like stock dropping off the table when a line swings that fast. So what did I do? I panicked and I went more on the Dolphins. That's a very, very rookie mistake. When you don't have that luxury, it's five minutes before game time. You got to make a decision. I already put up my pick. I went the Dolphins. Egotistically speaking, I heard the whole 10 TD, no interceptions from two in the pocket. He does three interceptions yesterday. One of his worst games of his career. Absolutely an inexcusable performance. For a team that was going against a lot of rested players and ultimately a Josh Allen only playing at half. I mean, Matt Barkley got PT. They put up 56 points, 28 in the second half and 28 in the first. Tua was 35 of 58, one tug and three picks. Yuck. That's not how they play football down there. Ay vey, man. And I take the red flaccid rifle? Why? Because the Giants lost seven straight to the Cowboys. There's no crowd. The Giants normally don't play well at home because it's pressure. Ask Eli. They play better on the road. Just a miserable day. The Packers minus four save us. I look smart there. It's not that difficult. The only other thing I was high on was the under in the Cardinals and Rams game. And it absolutely hit. The value in a backup quarterback. Shout out to Walford, who had himself a day and ran over somebody. Shout out to Baker for running that yard and getting into the freaking playoffs. Browns and the drought. Let's go. All right. Little bit of NBA talk before we set the table for you. It's going to be a fun week of breaking down these games slowly and surely, intricately and detailed, emotionally and tactically, yada, yada, yada. But we'll start with the table being set. I'm going to put out the silverware, put out the plate. We'll have the meat and potatoes 
on your Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We got a few games on Saturday, few games on Sunday. I will be locked in like 2A on Southwest Airlines, ready to go to Vegas. Dialed. Absolutely dialed. All right. Steph goes out of his mind yesterday and puts up a cool, humble, but not so humble, give funky with it, Warriors 137-122, 62-point breaking his old teammate Clay Thompson's record. 8-16 from three, 18-31 from the field. You love to see it. Yuri hits two at the end of the game, one assist from Draymond. You love it, and all love the Warriors get the win. In a spot I actually like fading the Warriors tonight, potentially I looked up a little bit of sharp money via sports line, saw some breakdowns. We're talking about a back-to-back for the Warriors. You go against the Blazers in a game that you have to score 137 to win, or at least you give up 122 to the Blazers. How do you show out the next day? This is the NBA for you in the betting world. It's pick your spots Monday. So pick your spots Monday is Kings rested, not really traveling, just going down the road to a 7 o'clock game where it's a minus 2. Kings are healthy. Everyone should be going tonight. And you got a Warriors team that played a lot of basketball last night, period. So in a game with no crowd, obviously you want to lean Warriors as the better overall club with Curry on the court. We'll see what kind of minutes he gets tonight. And another value I like tonight as well. Actually, you're getting one right now. Uh, Indiana plus one against the Pelicans. And I don't like to go against the Pelicans. I've actually won twice. Taking the Pelicans. The Indiana Pacers, who are actually coming off a loss to the Knicks. So it's going to be kind of a tough sell. But a quality team like this that has six guys in double figures right now. Six Guys in double figures, led by Brogdon with 22.2 points a game. Sabonis has 2011 and 6, and Oladipo's averaging 20 on the nuzzle. You got the Holiday Brothers at 7 and 8 on the team, right there below 10 points a game. When you have that core squad where you have four, five, six guys in double figures, many a nights, those type of teams tend to win a lot of regular season games. And in a pick type game, you like to think the Pacers play a little bit of better defense than the Pelicans, button up what they absolutely let loose against the Knicks, who are not as bad as people think, by the way. And I like for my basketball pick of the day, I'm going to go Pacers over the Pelicans, who are also 4-2. and two. And just to give you a little quick sprinkle, so we're all up to speed here because it's been a lot of football on the cast. Harden's leading the league quietly, but not so quietly with 37 points a game. Steph right behind him after that 62 last night, 32.3. Beal's got 30, and KD and Trey Young are at 28. Okay, D, by the way, Mr. Jumper, the Wizards, his ex, Ressi West, coming at you. Taking a one-point W on the road in Brooklyn, who, oh, interestingly enough, is 3-4. and four. Guess who's 4-2 and two in the East that Brooklyn is looking up? the standings at after seven games the magic and the Cavs, my friends are four and two this is the nba with no fans for you philly five and one atop the east 
Doc Rivers X, the Clippers, 5-2, tied with the Suns and Lakers atop the West. Very interesting start, quietly, quietly to the NBA season because football has just been spectacular. And here we are. Wild card weekend. Let's set the table. Odds initially, initial odds brought to you by MGM. Let's start with our wild card Saturday Colts plus seven heading to Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Bills Mafia. How many tables, ladders, and chairs are getting broken in the parking lot based off if they can have how many in the stadium this glorious, glorious Saturday? We have a 5-3 and three Colts straight up, 4-3 and three against the spread, 6-2 and two on the over-under Colts road record. Buffalo at home, 7-1 and one straight up, 6-2 and two against the spread, 5-3 and three on the over-under. And the home teams won 6 straight in the series, dating all the way back to 06. The under has gone 5-1 and one during this span. Now the Bills... They're back in the dance for the third time in four seasons. But they haven't won a game in the playoffs since 1995. Since 1995. Lost to the Texans. We remember that game. It was wild. Lost to the Jacks. These last two games, unders cashed easily. But we're talking about a different Josh Allen. This is an animal. I think the over is something to actually look at, although it's playoff football. And I don't really want to touch too many over-unders this weekend because there's been such abysmal defenses. You guys hear Scott Hansen yesterday talk about the record of touchdowns on Week 17. I had a couple unders. You guys heard one of them. I mean, Jets, Pat scored six touchdowns. We'll start and end there. So, plus seven at the moment, and the over-under, all the trends are telling you to go under. It's 51.5. That's a high number. I still think it could go over. I really do. This could be a shootout that ends 33-27. Over-cash is easily spread, little stressful. We keep moving on now. Baltimore going on the road against the Titans. 6-2 and two Baltimore is straight up. 5-2-1 and one against the spread on the road this year. The Titans 5-3 and three straight up, 4-4 four and four against the spread at home. Last year, we remember it, 10-point Titans dog. I took the points. It was a disrespectful line. I didn't get it. Oddsmakers clearly, clearly loved the Madden cover boy a lot more last year than this year. It was a 28-12 routing. Greg Roman forgot to run the football. I mean, that game was absolutely mind-numbingly kick yourself in the freaking midsection. They played again this year. Regular season. Titans won again. 30-24 in overtime. Week 11. Titans, six-point dog. Here they are again. Plus three and a half at home. Did you see that beautiful, love-me-lucky charms? Taste the rainbow Gorgeous Danny Dine to A.J. Brown after the doinkest McDoinkstein from the backup kicker. That was one of the most beautiful clutch balls I've ever seen to win a division. Tannehill growing up in front of our eyes in his 30s. So this is actually the the first home game. Visitors have won the past three meetings in this series. 
I don't know what that means in this particular matchup at home again in COVID. We have to really think about what these numbers mean. Are they truly out the window or are they not on the history of these teams? For these two teams, I don't think so. They played twice in a calendar year. So the last time, ironically enough, the Titans had a home playoff game, it was 08, and the Ravens won 13-10. It was the Ravens that sauced the Titans at home. The Titans are 3-2 and two straight up and against the spread in their last five playoff games, which have all been on the road. And the under's gone 3-2 and two in those ones. Now, interestingly enough, in the losses, the Titans have given up 35 points a game. In the wins, they give up 15.3. Night and day difference. Baltimore hasn't won a playoff game with Lamar Jackson. They have not won a game. They put up 12 and 17 points with this guy, but they are looking pretty momentous at the moment. And John Harbaugh is 8 and 5 in playoff games with Baltimore away from home, including a Super Bowl dub, and Baltimore's 4 and 0 in wild card games on the road under Harbaugh. In which those games they average 30 points a game. 4-0. and 4-0. and You're starting to feel like this could go over. Tennessee's defense looking like Swiss cheese. Lamar playing fantastic. I think the value is at 3.5 early. With Tennessee, you're getting 3.5 at home. But we'll circle back. No need to make a pick on a Monday. Here we go to the Browns and the Steelers. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. 24-22 yesterday. That 10-point spread, not even close if you took Pittsburgh. You covered gorgeously. And in this particular rivalry, AFC North with it, the home team's gone 6-0-1 in the last seven encounters. The under 3-1 run over the last two regular season games. The under could be very ripe. Now, the Steelers haven't gone to the playoffs. Since 2017, since Blake Bortles and the Jags beat them 45-42, that was like a whole nother football life. Were there even smartphones back then when Bortles was starting? Pittsburgh 1-2 and two in their last home playoff games. 1-2 and two in their last home playoff game. But they're 2-0 and oh in their last wildcard matchups in which their defense only surrendered 15 points a game. The last time these two danced, Cleveland, shout out, they end the playoff drought. So fitting Mayfield got the one yard to do it. You love to see it. They haven't been in the postseason since 2003. They played the Steelers. Get this. 36-33 Steelers dub. Tommy Maddox out shooting Kelly Holcomb. We move on to the NFC. Saints getting a home field minus 10 from the Cappers. That is a large Number. How are we not looking at Mitchell Trubisky's uniform number and sitting back and hoping that we get the playoff Saints who aren't the regular season Saints? Saints gone to four straight playoffs. They've won the last three wild cards. They get past this one. Chicago, big day for them despite the loss yesterday and not covering. <laughs> the Bayes, their second postseason appearance since 2011. 16 15, they lost in 2018, if you remember that doozy, to the Eagles. Wild game. Saints are six and two straight up and four and four against the spread at home this year. Chicago five and three against the spread on the road. Five and three. Five and three. Look, I think you have to take the points early in that one. I mean, I love a tease. I love teasing down the Saints. But 10 points. Come on, man. The Bears are playing better football the last month unequivocally. The game I don't know how to get a beat on. 
They're dancing for the second time in three weeks. Rams on their way up after impressive W with McVay, who goes to 8-0 against the Cardinals all time. Oh, their little brother. McVay takes this Rams team up to Seattle. Seattle, my friends. Entering for the eighth time in their last nine seasons. The playoffs. Wow. That's a golf clap on the cast. They've won their postseason opener six of the last seven. Rams making their third postseason appearance in the past four years. Oh, baby, this is interesting. How do you not want to take the Rams plus four and a half early in the week before they announce Goff's playing? Absolutely. What's going on with Cup? What's going on with the rest of the injuries? You are getting the better defense by a lot. And you're getting a better defense in the playoffs with four and a half points and... I was correct on this game. Really hear what I'm saying. I took the Rams to lose against the Seahawks. All the numbers. Rams taking five of the last six against Seattle. Yada, yada, yada. I faded it. I went one game to win for the NFC West. I went Russell Wilson. Here we are a couple weeks later. If you listen to the RJ Bell Coward cast, gives you some numbers about how many times Russell's turned the ball over. They didn't look that good against the Niners. They barely won that game. I think you take the four and a half here early in the week. Tampa Bay at Washington. Oh, baby. Tommy Tampa. Tommy Tampa has himself a new accomplishment he can achieve. Listen to this line opening up at Washington. Plus eight at home. That's a lot of points. Kind of seems like it might be a 10-point Bucks victory, though. But listen to this. Brady is going to the playoffs for the 18th time in his career. 18 times. He has never had to open the playoffs on the road. It's the first time in his career he's beginning the playoffs on the road. Wow. Bucks in their first playoffs since 07. You know it. Tampa hasn't won a playoff game since 2 They haven't won a playoff game since the year they won the Super Bowl with Chucky. Shout out to Chucky going for two yesterday and winning. 32-31. Broncos at home. Worst home record since 72. Stats coming off the Nick Wright noggin, baby. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. So that's your breakdown. And on our way out here, odds to win the NFC championship. Packers, plus 160. I like it a lot. Packers are going to the Super Bowl. That's my thought. I feel superb about it. Plus 160? That's 100 down to win 160. 100 down to win 260 back. Saints, plus 275. Don't see it. Not when they have to go to the frozen tundra. Don't see it. Plus 160. Bucks are third at plus 450, as well as the Seahawks at plus 450. Rams, plus 1,200. That's the only other team I would consider. Plus 1,200. Rams. Because the Rams could shut down or keep Rodgers enough in check, keep possession, keep them off the field. It, I could see it. I, there's a world where I could see that upset. That's really the only upset I see in the NFC with no fans. On the other side of the coin, Chiefs are minus 120. Interesting. 
I'm feeling a State Farm Super Bowl. I don't, in the league of progression, where if you remember, like the Falcons a couple years ago, before they got to the Super Bowl, they won a game. The Rams, same thing. You win a game, you win a second game, you get eliminated, you come back, then you get to the Super Bowl, it's progression. So the Bills haven't won a playoff game since 95. Winning against the Colts is an enormous W. Maybe they even get a second. But do they get past the Chiefs in Arrowhead? I don't think so. I think the value's still on the Chiefs minus 120. They're the team to beat. I think the Ravens could get hot at plus 650. Uh, Bills are at plus 350. That's interesting. Steelers at plus 1,000. Titans at plus 1,300. Colts at plus 1,500. So there you have it. We set the table on a Monday after a losing day and the enthusiasm. It's a little wedding crashers down. It's a little bit down. I need a little Vince Vaughn pep talk. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go Pacers over Pelicans tonight. Let's go. I'm out. 